Hello, so we are back again, and uh, this time also I think we are sooner than we were expected. So how have you been, Arsh? I'm good, Raj. How have you been? I'm I'm good. I'm good. So we have with us Ismail from Explore the Earth. He is a guest on this podcast, and this podcast we are going to talk about travel and movie. So hi, Ismail. Would you like to introduce yourself and your firm? Yeah, thanks, thanks, guys, for calling me. And uh, my blog is called Explore the Earth. It's a travel blog. We started about three years back, and it started as a personal blog. Then it evolved into like two of my friends joining it, and today we are like full-time content creators in travel. So we make videos, articles, blogs, and trying to build a community of responsible and uh, you know like-minded travelers. to connect with each other and flourish together that's great that's great so uh, you travel around and you explore places around you right yeah. how did it come to like to you that this is what i want to do and this is something that i'll be unique at because there are many travelers right yeah. so like uh, what was your first thought when you encountered this idea of uh, starting your firm uh it was a growing process it was right. not an overnight thought that okay this is my passion i'm going to do it right. uh the love for travel i guess everyone has it in some way or the other uh and in the same way from school i used to love the trips that we had in college when we got the freedom it was always that i would like to go every weekend on a new trip explore the places that are near me and that's what i used to do with the friends that i have right now as my partners So they were always on board on whatever trip I proposed to them. Like, let's go on this trek. Yeah, I'm. Let's go to this place. I'm in. And over time, that our college phase grew out, and we traveled for three years on on and off whenever we got the time. After college, we took our corporate jobs as we were like you know in like uh, we were taught that you have to take a job after college, and that's how your life and career goes. And then we that's what we did. and in that one or two years of that time then when we worked in uh, our lives in separate companies we realized that it's not going to be for the next 50 years how we want if we continue this and we should come back to what we like and do and during my college i used to just write the blogs of the places i visited i just documented itineraries and then we felt like if i'm doing this as a hobby why not make it a career why not make it a passive income and that's when i monetized the blog tried to like format it with seo friendly articles and and that's when it hit me that why keep it to myself why not grow this and make it into a community of like uh, people contributing and taking help from each other and from there we started structuring explore the earth as a form and thought of monetizing the entire idea so it was a slow process which grew into what it is right Okay, so when like you thought about this, like what was your influence? What made you uh, do it, or what inspired you? Was it like a did you uh, see some someone doing this, or did you watch a movie that maybe that led you to this idea, or what was your first? Let's say what was your first travel experience based on? What were you influenced by? Uh, maybe subconsciously the movies and shows and the media. had an impact but it was not a you know direct impact that because of that movie i feel like now i'm going to travel but over time that definitely builds up when you see the world through your screen like you see the distant corners like you know seeing lord of the rings and you're seeing new zealand and landscapes and then you're seeing that walter mitty and you're seeing iceland and all those beautiful structures and sceneries of the world 
that makes you feel that I want to be in his place. I want to be that explorer and go to the distant corners of the world. So it might have hit me subconsciously, but I was not actively aware that okay, this is bringing me to love this type of travel and this type of exploratory you know, desires. Uh, so maybe, but uh, since the like since I was little, I used to love movies which had this theme of exploring. Be it a Disney movie, animated movie, like whatever you call it. But yeah, might have had a big influence. I am not sure. Okay, since you mentioned that, I would like to know more about that. Uh, do you think has not just for you personally, but overall, uh, has movies, uh, the kind of movies we watch, changed the way we travel, or we uh, change the way we think about travel? To add on, even the places we go at, like usually yeah. uh, movies show only a certain type of places, yeah, yeah. only a certain type of places that are not shown in the movies. Mm-hmm. So how does that impact you as a traveler and as an explorer? Uh, definitely, it has a big impact. One is the mass distribution of a movie. If it's a hit, every person on the planet has somehow heard of it or touched it. So let's take Indian example, uh, the Three Idiots movie, 2008. Till then, Ladakh was a distant corner of India, barely visited by mainly foreigners and international travelers. 2008, Three Idiots, Pangong Lake and Ladakh landscape is shown. Indian tourists like quadrupled, I must say, and since then it has only been growing. So, even if not a direct impact, such an indirect, like the, the movie was not about travel, but still yes. because of that landscape and that uh, uniqueness of that place, the entire like Indian tourism scenario changed and flocked to that place. The infrastructure grew, the industries grew, the travel tourism operators started giving packages for Ladakh, which was not the case before 2008. So this is just one example. Then even I guess that Secret Life of Walter Mitty has brought a lot of attention to Iceland. Uh, before that movie, the number of tourists, and after that uh, movie, the number of tourists, you can see a clear growth rate. So definitely it has a lot of power to change the way we travel and what we desire and where we desire to travel. So it has a huge impact in terms of quality. Great. So I would like to ask both of you, I'll start with Raj. What's your first travel memory? It can be from your childhood or it can be from, let's say, when you were a kid and you started remembering things like So, the earliest memories would be, I think, one would be the school trips we used to take and the second would be the trips, uh, as as we grew a bit older, the trips we take with family, family trips. Those are the two that come back to me and I think school trips even more so than the family trips because uh, they actually felt like trips and you know traveling because we were out on our own with friends and we were actually exploring places with family it used to be much more uh, restricted you were tourists in your own country a different kind of experience you did only particular certain kind of things uh, but with uh, the school trips that we used to go it was much more free-flowing than that so those are the earliest uh, memories that come to me regarding traveling any place that you remember in specific? Uh, I don't remember any specific. Once I remember going to Goa with my family, <laughs> that's the only time I have been to Goa. Very young, I think in third grade, fourth grade, something. Apart from that, I remember traveling. Actually, the train journeys are the ones that I remember. I don't uh, with the school trips. I, I, I think we we had gone to Panchmati, which is somewhere in Madhya Pradesh. Uh, but I, I more more so I remember the traveling experience of it, the train journeys and all of that, rather than the places. Right. Yes, 
Uh, I think it will be my fourth standard trip to Mount Abu. Okay. Uh, it was a school trip again, uh, and uh, the excitement I had, I clearly rem- like vividly remember the planning process with friends. Like, okay, what is there in Abu? What are we going to do? Oh, we both are going to share a room. Okay, like we are going to that hill, and it's going to look like this. And at that time, there was no internet or no. Uh, you know travel material lying around that you can quickly search and see what to expect and it's just what oh my uncle had visited and he had told me so we are going to expect this over there and all that planning with friends and that was a memory which i still cherish and i think that's where the ignition of that entire desire started off for me before that i don't remember vividly that i had traveled to any place except family functions the family functions were like just felt like home wherever we went so yeah. it's the same people and yeah, it's more or less the same environment yeah, it was not yeah. the travel yeah. excitement it was the function excitement going to the relatives rather than yeah. what about you uh, i i don't remember really. i have photos of me like when i was like a, maybe in year or so i have gone to rishikesh or haridwar mm. and there are pictures that i remember so that's the memory that i have and uh school trips yeah uh, i i wasn't allowed to go on really but uh, i remember going with you at amdavad we had gone to amdavad yeah. in 10th or 9th grade yeah. that is something i remember then there was another trip uh, abu or somewhere yeah. yeah that's also i remember but it's uh, and when i traveled like in my youth when i grew up as an adult it was very different right now now if i travel i don't go to the touristy place yeah. necessarily i like to walk around i like to explore and that, that's how the change is like so yeah so what kind of traveler are you i would like to ask you raj first i i think i'm very random i haven't gone on trips many trips on my own uh, you know planned and uh, you know properly going on my own mostly it has been Uh, with friends, so if the, if the if the friends are planning to go to Udaipur, we go to Udaipur. But uh, I don't think I have uh, seriously sat down and thought, okay, this is my trip or I'm planning a trip or something like that. My traveling has mostly been random. If if family plans to go yeah. here, I go there. Uh, if the friends uh, plan to go there, I go there. It's been that kind of a thing. So do you like to go to the touristy places or do you like to explore by yourself? Okay, I like both. You like <laughs> depending on the place. So, for example, recently I was I had gone to not recently. I think it's been a couple of years. I I went to Rajasthan. So I did uh, my regular tour of the palaces and everything. But I I tried to cover some places on my own as well. I I like uh, fo- I, I like to explore food. So I went to some places to explore food, and of course, when you go to explore food, you explore a lot of aspects of a city, which are hidden boroughs in that city. You know, you're not the your touristy kind of place, or not your polished kind of roads and all. You end up at the worst and the best places of the city when you are out to explore the food in the town. That is great. It's my like okay. Firstly, you talk about yourself, then you talk as your firm, like what is the firm yeah. used to do. uh so i i think i am a slow traveler and i like to go away from the crowds whenever possible that is my personality and that's what the type of travel i like uh so whenever i'm going through a place i would not rather just pass through it i would like to feel and experience through it and it's okay if i cover a little part of that location but i would like to take it back with me and not just see it and go back so that's one type of travel that i realized i started to like 
and second is i am not very fond of cities and food and street food and all those type of travel i would rather go to a landscapes where i can find the solace and like peace and like solitude with myself and the place uh this is the type of trips i like and also adventures are always on the plate when you are like on an exploratory trip like instead of going through ladakh we cycle through ladakh uh instead of just uh, like trekking a place we would rather camp there just for an additional night experience people don't spend a night out in the woods when it can be done in a day but why not like so i would like to extend that experience beyond what is usually offered that the type of travel i like and and explore explore years i think it is shaping as our own personalities like as a firm and as content creators uh, we show our audience what we love and we like doing so instead of showing what is trending and topical and what uh, is mainstream i'm i'm sure there is 100 street food bloggers and vloggers and people exploring the touristy places and we could show that and a few of the videos might bring in a lot of views too because of the popularity but over time we know that if that's not our personality it's, it's not, not going to be authentic for our viewers and we thought why try that why not try different approach and show what we like and i'm sure over time people will relate to us there will be hundreds of people who are just yet to discover us but once they do i'm sure they would be relating much more and in a more authentic way and as a content creator we felt that it was the right thing to do to be honest to our viewers and so we often go on adventures which are off beat which are not too mainstream which are maybe uh yeah relate to only a certain audiences so But, how about the other two people ask yeah it's yeah, yeah, them, yeah sure so it's two of my good friends uh, and also my like one of them is a school friend called akshay khodecha he is from rajkot we studied together we were in college together and second one is saransh agarwal uh, he is from noida and we both met in college and we were best buds since like the first year of our college and all three of us during our college we traveled together and that's how we knew that our tastes match whenever someone of either three one uh, either one of us out of three proposed a trip it was for sure that three of us are going to be in and then it was who else is coming so that level of understanding that frequency matched for our travels if not for all the things but at least for the traveling part of it it matched and that's when we realized that if we are going to grow this it's better to have like minded people in this field who are with you and that's when we all three of us came together put our heads in and so yes it relates a lot in travel for all three of us so you three are the same type of travelers you know like yeah i mean there are lots of, like minute differences but uh, overall we can say that we are into this type of travel do you think we evolve over time in our traveling choices like harsh uh, while you were talking yeah. about his traveling you mentioned that as he grew older his traveling changed so do you think that happens or oh, definitely definitely happens like i have just seen in last i i don't know my maybe 5 years of continuous traveling a lot has changed the tastes have changed the expectations out of place have changed the way you travel the way you plan it has changed initially it was all budget uh, that save as much money as you can rest is irrelevant and when we when we traveled in college it was about covering the main spots and like feeling that okay uh, wherever i'm going i'm going to make sure that i visit the top 3 places and that, that's it 
now it has changed completely like budget is an issue sometimes but you know that if i have this much budget i can try an experience and leave the top like the top 3 places or you know like a lot of changes and initially uh camping was a good option but now sometimes we feel that uh people where we are traveling the type of locality it is it can be a better option to go for a hotel rather than the camping so tastes do change as you evolve and the more places you see the more you take back the more you like see the next place as a different version so your tastes do change True. So yeah, like uh, the most interesting thing I uh, know that uh, I just so many people know about you that you uh, cycle to Ladakh. Yeah. Tell us about that. Like how did it start and what were the challenges that you faced? Maybe the first thing I want to know is how was the reception of let's say your families or the people around you to that very idea? Right. So that entire trip was solely because we were going to start XT right. uh, full fledgedly. and before we start and like uh, sit together and start operating we wanted to take a trip for ourselves the three of us the sarash had just quit his job and we had a period of 15 20 days and we were looking for a very unique adventure which we are surely going to remember for the rest of our lives so first we thought we'd go on a like a trek uh, and do it uh, like do it yourself like no organizer no help needed Uh, we'll plan everything, sort out the route, and go on on our own, like you know. And then the problem was it was monsoon, so almost all the tracks were closed. And then we had only those 15 days to figure out something. So only option was like going to Ladakh for an adventure. And bikes were never like our calling. And then suddenly we came across a post that you can cycle like from Manali to Leh. And oh. that's when like it hit us that sounds very much like us. definitely like we should do it and it was just a matter of 10 days in which we planned the entire trip okay. like in just 2 weeks time we didn't have cycles we didn't have any knowledge about cycling any idea about ladakh how much it will cost us or what we just booked our train train tickets to delhi uh, we thought we'll find out a cycle or we'll rent out a cycle whatever is like the best option we have and uh, Uh, we watched some videos and articles and did some research from here and there. We gathered an itinerary and we thought that okay, 50 kilometers. Worst case, we like push through or whatever, but we might be able to manage 50 kilometers a day. And that's how we decided we are going to do it, irrespective of our fitness levels and other things. <laughs> so very unplanned and unprepared trip it was, but. Uh, the rewards and outcome after completing it were like life changing i must say because uh, you are at an altitude of like 4000 plus feet on average that's like half mount everest you are constantly at that altitude open to the like winds of nature yeah. and like there's cons- yeah the harshness of nature you can truly feel it in the mountains and that's an experience that changes you differently like you face the bare necessities and realities like only thing that matters is food and shelter in that <laughs> rest everything is irrelevant so all those experiences it was a 12 day journey and uh, over 12 days every day we had a different challenge to face sometimes the cycles broke down sometimes there was like a uh, very strong wind that was blowing off blowing us off here and there from the roads uh, sometimes like it was snowing and it was the first snow fall of our lives that we were experiencing at uh, like one of the highest passes 
So for the 5,000 meters up the sea level, and it was snowing, and you can like barely see anything around you, and so scary. But then you pass through it, and in this you get that clarity. Okay, water tough and insane thing to do that was. And obviously, families were super skeptical. Yeah. Like you have lost your minds. <laughs> How did you convince them? <laughs> uh, we didn't actually. We just said we are going to do okay. it. It's either yes or a yes. <laughs> and we just told them that we are going on a trip. It's going to be a cycling thing. We have done all our research. You don't need to worry. It's going to be a very slow and steady thing to do. Uh, lots of people have been doing it. Like you can see the videos and we, all that. We showed them. And they were like, we are worried, we are doing do this, but then we were like, it needs to happen and once we... Yes. Yeah. If you yeah. were after convincing, I don't think the trip would have happened. Yeah, 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 if we had asked for permission, it would have been a no, no. Especially for all three of us, it was three families to convince. <laughs> the pass that you mentioned, was it Khardungla Pass? Uh, Khardungla comes after Leh, so from Manali to Leh, there are five passes that you have to cross. Uh, Rotang, Baralacha, Lachangla, uh, Nakila. And then like one last pass before you reach Leh and then from there Khadungla starts. Remember I've been to Khadungla and I, I was I couldn't get out of my bus, uh, you know. Yeah, the motion so sickness. And, motion and, sickness. Uh, yeah, yeah. So that brings me to ask you one more thing about you mentioned fitness. So so you, since you take these kind of adventures which sound extreme in some sense, yeah. do you think uh, do you pay special attention to your own fitnesses? Uh, Initially we didn't, uh, when we started out we were like okay we are young at heart and we can do this uh, but over time we realized how risky it is and if we had paid a bit, like more attention to it and we were well equipped and prepared the trip would have been more comfortable and um, more, like a, a little better for us. Sometimes a few challenges that we faced it was because of the lack of fitness on some things. It would have been a more comfortable experience if we had so now we have started paying the right attention like if we are going for a trek uh, you you should be able to run like 5k under 30 minutes you should be like able to breathe like normally after a quick job or something there are a few pointers that you should keep in mind if you prepare for a 15 to 20 days or a month in advance for that that experience is going to be more rewarding uh, so if we had prepared that for Manali too, <laughs> yeah, it would have been a little better. We had to take a rest day in between. We got so tired after the first pass itself uh, that we felt like okay, we can't go anymore further. And that was just the third or fourth day out of the twelve days ahead. And we had four more passes, which were all higher than the one we crossed. Higher than the last one. Yeah. yeah. So we felt like are we on the right track? <laughs> so we had to take a quit day. Like okay, let's yeah. stop, think and relax and see how our energies are and are we prepared for it or not. Then we reanalyzed the entire thing and it seemed doable, so we continued. So yeah, yeah, we had been better prepared, maybe <laughs> yeah, it worked out well for us at the end. <laughs> That's interesting because otherwise I, I in our usual trips we don't think about uh, fitness but like you said, since you are taking adventures and you are more into the kind of landscapes and the kind of traveling that you are yeah. into. It would require a Yes, yes. yes. Uh, so you have to leave the comforts and infrastructure of the civilization behind. Like if there is no hotel or no hospital nearby, mm. it's all you and versus nature. So you have to be well equipped that for the worst case scenario, there is some contingency or you are well equipped for what you are attempting. 
you should be mindful of this this brings me to mindfulness since we mentioned mindfulness does traveling especially in the way you travel the slow traveling that you mentioned does it uh, make you more mindful about not just your surroundings but your own self as well initially i remember you mentioned uh, that you were planning excitedly planning uh, your school about the mount abu trip so that even there i felt that does it bring a sense of a freedom so the freedom and mindfulness uh, what do you think about these two yeah uh, it does it does like help you reflect inwards as you take in the outward landscapes you know inside uh, and one thing i've realized is wherever we go uh, to every new place you go there is that excitement of finding something new the curiosity of exploring you know that that's a human tendency that has evolved over time like uh, to find out something new there is also that uh, like scared and anxiety of the unknown mm. like what we are going to find out but there's also that excitement of that entire new feeling and new perspective of life that you get so that builds up for every new place that you go to and the other thing that i've realized over traveling a lot like of different places is wherever we go a few things are going to be constant like the landscapes every day there's going to be a sunrise and sunset and especially when you're traveling you go to these spots where you can enjoy a beautiful sunrise or sunset there are going to be water bodies there are going to be landscapes or mountains there are going to be trees all across which in our everyday city lives or the rat races that we are fighting you often forget about these things like they are taken as a granted for granted thing like everyday sunrises and sunsets but you are not going to go to your terrace every day to watch a sunset and sunrise from the same spot but as a traveler because i am able to go to like 10 12 13 places a year i get to see that many more sunrises sunsets from different places and that over time makes you understand that these are the bare uh, essentials and necessities as a human on earth and this is like the first and last things that we saw as human beings and, and you know such deep reflections sometimes come to your hearts and it's nothing huge or life changing but it's just a realization which often times people forget to think about that brings you back down to earth as a humble person so like yeah a very recent thing was the lockdown it was a fear of one year and mm-hmm. i think you went traveling around so yeah. how did you manage that that period and uh, like how did you convince yourself that uh, i should hold on and i should not quit because it's it was a very difficult time right like, agree agree and especially for travel it was complete lockdown yeah. even if essentials were open traveling was lockdown and uh, that was the time when we had to restructure xt completely so what happened was initially we were into organizing trips as well as like we were creating content but we were also taking people on experiences with us that completely ceased operations because of the lockdown so we had to like kill off one revenue stream for ourselves and that's when we decided that youtube could be the next revenue stream for us our content was being helpful to others our content was like uh, enriching someone's uh, you know traveling and that felt that if it is useful it can be monetized as well and so we shifted a lot of our attention from organizing to creating videos not just articles but also videos and that has showed us a big change 
and during that exploration of like videos and content creation journey towards that uh, we also grabbed in a lot of content like, from all forms like movies shows youtube uh, videos and like courses and all that thing so digital inflow as well as outflow from our end has boosted up a lot of like it it definitely changed our directions and i think it's it helped us to rethink the whole thing and move in one direction initially before covid we were scattered all across we were trying to organize we were trying to create content and we we had more than on our plate than we could handle that and this helped us channel our focus and direction but yeah there was a time when we felt like it can't go on like this because it was a huge restructuring that we needed revenue was not going to be uh, like for one or two years we were not going to see any new revenue come in from youtube or anywhere so a big uh, question had was always hanging that what if it fails or what if it's not going to work out but then the love for travel brought us back like if it's one year's a struggle for the next 50 years of thing doing the thing that we are going to love doing every day uh let's like embrace it when that kept us going right and uh, now hopefully the covid scare might subside soon so yeah. what do you plan to do after um we have like the whole earth to explore <laughs> so far it's only india so we have like about 190 more countries to go and explore <laughs> so hoping to like uh, go internationally and explore a lot of more regions from around the world and we are also trying to uh, right now the content has been flowing only one way from our end but we are trying to grow community of people who keep sharing content in all the forms like uh, in forms of helpful advices q and a regular updates from across the corners to help each other so we are trying to grow that community in a way uh which doesn't just keep the content to ourselves but people also are equal contributors and takers it's within the community yeah. it's more interactive yeah yeah we we wanted communications to happen from all way rather than just us as a creators to the viewer so that's our long term overall growth plan that what as a content creator or as a form that we would like to convert into and yeah if covid goes a lot of new arenas open for us like we can launch our organized experiences once again we get our like a uh, opportunity to travel with like minded travelers like us so it's going to open a lot more opportunities yeah so yeah so i also like i've been a bit smile on one or two trips i student right yeah and i've noticed that yeah. whenever his trips are he make sure that it's as eco friendly as possible and as environment conscious as possible so what are your thoughts about it is it something that we all should do or is it a certain choice that you want to inculcate in your uh, exploring um so one is we are definitely on a verge of climate emergency you believe it or not yeah uh, next 50 years are going to be the most critical in terms of like uh, the climate change so as a traveler it's our responsibility uh, because i have only traveled india so far and i am sure everyone has seen the indian tourist approach of not being responsible to the place they are traveling to like uh, throwing litter is number 1 
being irresponsible to the locals is number two. Like they'll try to negotiate or bargain down. They'll try to damage something. They'll try not to respect someone's because they feel entitled as a tourist for whatever reason that may be or how that came into I don't know. And whenever I travel uh, with, uh, since I'm traveling with like uh, this same crowd, which we need to spread the message to. I, as a traveler, I definitely try to be as responsible and uh, you know sustainable as I can. But that constant awareness and reminder to others is equally important. So if I'm taking the responsibility of taking you on a trip, of organizing a trip for you, it's yeah, it's my equal duty to make sure that you travel as responsibly and as sustainably as possible. And that's when that's why we as like as organizers remind you that you have to bring your reusable bottles, you have to carry your trash bag if you are going to such a place where there is no recycling facility. And we do everything that we can as simple travelers, no need to go over the board like you need to set up a recycling plant or you you need to do all that. But just as a responsible just do your duties and that's more than enough. You will be leaving the place if not better as you found it. And that's what I expect every traveler and tourist to do. As an organizer, I expect all the travelers with me to do the same what I would do. And how, how has your experience been? Like have oh. the people been so receptive to that or uh, challenges? Yeah, there is a mixed uh, reaction obviously because you are trying to propagate an idea and there will always be a setback when you are trying to do that. But luckily for us, the type of people that join us are always with a like-minded attitude. Yeah. I mean, we don't usually appeal to that part of segment which would go for, you know, right. uh, because they would always be looking out for the prizes or the budget. Yeah. And people who travel with us are more concerned about the experience rather than that marginal difference in the pricing or the place they're going. And that I think has helped us in bringing in like-minded people. So it's not been such a big problem yeah. to spread the message in awareness. That is very hopeful. Yeah. So coming back to the movies part, yeah. you must have seen content, you must have uh, consumed a lot of content, a lot. right? Let's say. Okay, and when you consume a content, maybe you are researching a certain place and you see let's say, let's say a movie about Bombay, Life in a Metro you saw, yeah. and then you went to Mumbai. Mm. So how has your experience been, as in expectations versus reality? Oh yeah, it's always dramatized, I have learned that hard way. <laughs> Uh, the way they glorify a place in a movie is a lot more traumatized than what you are going to find in uh, real life. So definitely don't set your expectations out of seeing a movie. That's number one. Uh, and uh, irrespective, like uh, what happens is in a movie you relate to the character and his understanding of the place. And you are the character in your travels. So that perspective helps you like you go with you go to Mumbai for XYZ things or for whatever experiences or travel that purpose you're going and when you see a new place or you travel through the burly ceiling or you go to the whatever places they are famous you have a certain understanding with that place like either you are with a group of friends you are with a person you are like relating to more and that changes the whole experience for you and so after coming back it's not what you expected but it's also something that was very rewarding for you yeah. in not a way that you were expecting but definitely in something else. 
It's our personal debut. Yeah, yeah. So you become the character and you draft your own story after coming back, and that's that stays with you, irrespective in a good way, sometimes in a bad way. <laughs> so any, uh, you mentioned about stories and personal experience. Any story that you would like to share? Oh. Let me think. Yeah, I think see, one is the Manali lift. We encountered like people from all corners of the world, going insane. Like <laughs> we thought we were the only ones, but then we felt we were the most sane <laughs> on that trip. We met people and cyclists, especially. We met a, a, a father-in-law and son-in-law duo okay. from Germany. Uh, before the marriage, they were taking a trip <laughs> for some reason, cycling through Ladakh. That is the most yeah, bachelor trip that I can Exactly. And, and turns out the father in law was a total conspiracy nut. <laughs> he was like Illuminati and he was like uh, the Rothschild are running the world. And we were freezing at like 5000 meter altitude in middle of nowhere. There was like one tent right next to us and they were telling us all these stories. <laughs> and we were like, yeah, yeah okay, well, yeah, thanks. <laughs> Freezing and listening to it. And then there was a biker duo from Spain. And uh, we were spreading the message on our cycling trip about the climate emergency to all the travelers that we were meeting. It turns out he had a beautiful story to share. Like, uh, I've seen he was telling that I've seen Indian tourists like being very unmindful of the like they were just throwing wrappers because they were bikers traveling across yeah. India. They had seen it everywhere. And he's like, all I could do was make sure that I don't contribute to the problem. And he had like showed me a fanny pouch on his waist and he opened it and there was like trash on it. So he's like, whatever trash I have, even like the small cigarette butt that I smoke, I extinguish it and rather than burying it or throwing it, I'll put it here. So like it uh, like boosted our morale a lot that there is someone who is thinking like us and if this our both stories go out it's going to help at least five more people and that hopefully spreads a chain and that was like a very touching moment for us on our trip <laughs> and uh, I think on the same trip we met a 65 year old Indian uncle cycling alone on his own through Ladakh. He had one knee working, one knee was injured. <laughs> he was an author, turns out. He had wrote some books in Hindi. It was on Amazon and all. He's like, I retired at 60, took my cycle and I've been cycling like randomly everywhere. <laughs> I'm like... <laughs> <laughs> what a life. Yeah, we are just 20 and we had to take two, three break days. <laughs> yeah, so, in, like, interesting people you meet from across the world and on travels. I'm sure like there will be 10 more, not able to yeah. recount all of them. Right. Yeah. So, now that you are so much into travel, are there uh, things that you miss of like, let's say, let's say you go to a place, let's say you went to Ladakh. Mm -hmm. Now if you go to Ladakh, it won't be the same experience that you ever had. Do you ever miss that experience of, let's say, being a, if I can say virgin traveler? Mm -hmm. that you go to a place for the first time and that's a very different experience but when you go to go at the same place second time it's somewhat comfortable it's somewhat acquainted so it's a very uh, different experience so, I don't think so like it may be not the same excitement of finding the new place yeah. but what happens is after you come back from a trip you always have that regret oh I should have gone there oh I should I missed that oh if only I had more time to try that out 
and that just brings you more excitement to go back again and like in the last i think 3 4 years i've been to manali five times and if you ask me i am ready to go for the sixth time because i know there is a lot more waiting for me every season yeah changes the landscape every like there are nooks and corners open up every time there are if there you found an offbeat place you find 10 more next time so that excitement i don't think dies off of revisiting a place in some way or the other the, like you have a new story waiting <laughs> and uh, things that i would like as a traveler as a content creator i would say that what has happened is uh, now whenever i travel uh I don't have the moment to myself sometimes I feel I feel there is a constant need to capture everything so that I don't miss out on good content that's a fight or a battle I have with myself so if I have to take a vacation <laughs> <laughs> you can I yeah I have to sit in my room that's my <laughs> working uh, while you're vacation yeah and this is a constant evolving you know uh fight off between me like if I'm visiting a nice place I just don't like keeping it to myself but I also want to keep it to myself. As a creator this has been a growing battle these yeah. days. Okay. Yeah, yeah. When do I turn it on the like record button and when do I switch it off? So anything you would like to ask us like we are not as much into traveling but we don't travel as much as you. So mm-hmm. what are your like let's say inquisitions or questions that you would if you would like to ask a non-traveler? Okay. Um I would say like one one I I consider this as a survey for my form sure. itself I might use that as like your opinions. Uh one thing is uh what matters to you when you are planning to go on a trip? Like out of okay. the options that I give you one is the budget. I mean uh let's say you have a fixed budget of 15000. Uh you have a leeway of 2 3000 up or down. Right. That's uh second is the location. Third is the people you travel with. like in the priority what would be the first three out of these so we'll rank it according yeah yeah what will be number one priority will okay. it be the budget the people you travel with or the location all right for both of you i would like to personally location comes first okay. people okay last would be the budget okay right. i think more or less similar for me to place matters uh, so even if the budget is okay or the people are okay but if the place itself doesn't seem appealing mm-hmm. it wouldn't mean much so the place the people and the budget yeah okay let's say uh, you are on a tight crunch like that holiday is like you managed it just enough like savings to go on that trip would that change the budget or the people or the up and down i mean if if i give you a very tight budget to work uh, i think the lesser the budget will be mm. the location would be the foremost still location yeah. will be foremost because uh, if i have to like save from a long time right, right it would be like it should be the most memorable experience makes that sense has. makes sense or yeah. i wouldn't want to stay true and then the budget and then the people i guess or still the budget is the last thing. still irrespective uh, yeah for, for me traveling is uh, something in which i will discover myself i'll grow all right so budget is the last thing and of course if only i have the budget i'll go yeah yeah that makes sense yeah. and people yes uh uh people uh, are you talking to people with me right uh, yeah it is going. see sometimes it will be you as a going as a solo traveler in a group right. trip like you come with yeah. you came with us sometimes you go with a pre planned group of friends so does it matter that much that who you are going with 
Do you always need your friends to go along or you are open for I think my list is as Okay, as you said, what about you? No, I think sometimes for me it can change. So if the place is good, uh, sometimes my second priority can be the budget. If Mm. the place and budget are good, I can be flexible. I don't need to go out with my friends. can be people that I don't know or yeah. know indirectly or something. That's like that. the last I of your worries. Yeah. Yeah. If the people are like sane and yeah, yeah. comfortable, <laughs> I'm okay. As long as <laughs> yeah. I'm coming back home. Yeah. Yeah. If I'm coming back home with the same mindset yeah. or attitude that I'm, I'm okay. Yeah. They are not in the way, you yeah. don't mind them. It makes sense. <laughs> That's and yeah, that like that brings me to the second question about the people itself that you talk to. Like let's say the places are great, the budget is healthy or like limits and everything. Now it's about the people. Would you uh, like firstly have you gone solo to for any trips? Like just for the purpose of travel, not for like you had to go Bombay for an interview and then you traveled for one or two days. Have you gone solo specifically for travel? No. That I can remember. Um, no, not specifically. Uh, indirect solo travels. Uh, yeah, as I said, that that you had some work and then you took sightseeing. Yeah, but uh, no, not no. specifically solo traveling. Right. And let's say that if we as Explore the Earth are offering you like group trips or like you get to travel with like minded people to XYZ beautiful destinations and everything is working out, uh, what's stopping you from joining this? As a like a prospective customer, okay. what would be one of the reasons or few of the reasons that would not like bring to you us? This, this I'm only asking this. So okay, fine, I'll tell I'm you. I'm specifically asking like why would it be not trying to explore the earth as a company or are you yeah, asking but, reasons in general? Yeah, I, I mean in general. See, okay. because if you had, I'm, I'm sure there are like hundred other opportunities you would have had. To go solo on yeah. some X Y Z adventures, either plan it by yourself, either go with a group like X T or whatever. So why haven't you yet? First thing, family. I okay. guess that's a major mm. restriction that they're too much worried about us. Yeah. And in a way, that worry also makes us insecure about ourselves. Right. So right. Yeah. Not might not be able to do that, but okay. I feel that it's a very simple thing and it will be very rewarding if mm. I can manage that. Okay. Second thing is usually timings and days that yeah. because of jobs and because of certain things let's say the Leaves. COVID right now. Yeah, okay. it, that's the only issue but yeah. I'm very open to go wherever I can. For me, I think I'll talk in general, uh, mm-hmm. not specifically for Explore Earth. Yeah, yeah, since yeah. I know you guys personally, knowing yeah, you, yeah, yeah. I would have no hesitation traveling with you. But yeah. for some company or a group of people, I don't know. I think I would have a lot of hesitations. Like, how are uh, are the planning first of all? Mm. Uh, what kind of uh, people are they? Because I think uh, since uh, we normal people don't travel that much, I see it as an event. I'm investing my time, my money, and all of it. So mm-hmm. I want to know. I want to have a good experience. Rewarding experience. Yeah. 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 I don't want to, you know, turn up at the train station and realize that the group I'm traveling with is uh, yeah, not insane. Makes <laughs> <laughs> sense. You know, my trip should be fun rather than worrying that okay, I have to spend ten days over there in the trekking trip and uh, mm-hmm. seven more to go, six more to go. <laughs> it shouldn't be like that. Yeah. Not a big boss. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Makes sense. Yeah. So the only reason I'm asking is. Like when we used to announce our trips, uh, we sometimes had difficulty of convincing people to join us. Because uh, one is we were new players in the market, we didn't have like existing uh, referrals 
that okay you came with us now you will refer it to raj and everyone yeah. else and raj once he comes he'll refer it to 10 of his friends so that was not going <laughs> so what could have been the factors that were stopping you that we could work to help you and as I, you both said that it should at the end of the day be a rewarding experience yeah. as long as we show it to you that is going to be this 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 and set your expectations right and if we deliver them i'm sure it works yeah. out and also like a, a certain thing let's say if i don't know you at all and yeah. i'm completely new to explore that i think there should be a, a transparency or trust yeah. that needs to be completely relate yeah. to us yeah. in a way that we yeah. feel approachable and uh-huh. like a uh, basic scam uh-huh. like, that, that's some that's something uh-huh. that मतलब वो रुपीस में ये सब मिल जाएगा आपको ये डीएम उस टाइप का थोड़ा as a viewer you know us so now you yeah. have that trust and confidence that okay yeah e- even now that you have uh, so much content outside we know that what you are about yeah what the time would be like, what's your personality correct so i will be able to you'll set your expectations huh. right yeah makes so i know that if i go that uh, i'll be going at places that i might not go with yeah. a certain other group that i go it will be come yeah great yeah <laughs> so that's it last thing that you would sure. say to people in general anything that you would like to say maybe about travel maybe about yourself yeah one is keep traveling as much as you can like you might not see the uh, rewards in monetary or like in direct sense but it's definitely a rewarding experience it it's an educating experience i would say uh just try different types of travel rather than going with the same family or family trips or like friends trips and just hanging out at bars and parties <laughs> like go for new something that's out of your comfort zone and you'll bring back a lot more than what you had expected second is travel responsibly wherever you can and wherever when like whatever you do just be mindful of the place that you are going in all the senses not just in environment but respect the locals respect the place the environment the weather and everything and be as responsible And lastly, subscribe to Explore the Earth if you like my ideas. <laughs> That would help us grow right now. We will have the links in the description, so feel please do subscribe to them. Also, rate our podcast. Yeah, Raj, anything that you would like to say about travel? Any advice, suggestion, or experiences? No, it has uh, been a learning for myself as well. This uh, whole uh, podcast uh, conversation has been a learning experience for myself, and I think we do need people like uh, Ismail and his friends and Explore the Earth because now, after a certain age, the stars don't align so much with your friends and family <laughs> to travel. So, and plus, like you mentioned. Uh, At, at a younger age, I think in school trips, your personality type or your traveling uh, type didn't matter. Everybody was going together. But now, after a certain age, we have a certain you know uh, quest that okay, I want to slow travel or I want to travel like this or that, and that doesn't often uh, align with what your friends or family are looking forward to. So, uh, explore the earth is a good option, I think, to find the kind of trip that you would uh, want to go on. I think that's it from my side. Yeah. So my uh, experience about travel is like travel is very personal and it's all about experiences. So focus on the experiences. We have great ventures and opportunities. One is explore the earth, so it could always 
approach them for anything that you want in respect to travel and see travel as an experience of life that would help you grow and I think you would be very sorted in that so yeah that's it from our side anything else that you would like to add alright so that is me Harsh signing off Raj and it's mine thanks for inviting me guys yeah sure thank you bye bye take care